Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. humbled and thrilled that uh, Evie is joining us today on Checking In. The cool thing about Evie and I, we have a personal relationship outside of just following each other on social media. She is someone that I just saw and I would just check in on her from time to time. And uh, a part of her was kind of shocked that I would just send her messages on social media to just simply check in on her, see how she's doing and if I could be there for her in any way. And so um, I'm blessed that we have a cool personal relationship and absolutely sweet, absolutely adorable, but don't take her kindness for weakness. I know she'll throw the Bible on you, but she's very strong in who she is as a woman. And so I'm very excited that we are going to have Evie McKinney coming right up on Checking In with Michelle Williams. My guest today is so wise. She's wise beyond her years. She is the 2018 winner of the hit series, The Four. She's been called a superstar since she was in diapers, and she's such a successful young artist with a very soulful take. Please welcome to my podcast, Evie McKinney. Evie! 
Michelle. <laughs> Listen, I'd be like, do people call you Evie, Evie? I'd be like, they call me, they call me everything. everything. How about yeah. that? <laughs> but it's, it's Evie. I, I've been getting Evie all my life. I'm like, do people not see the two V's that let you know, know. <laughs> what that, what that vowel is supposed to be preceding those two consonants? Exactly. <laughs> Listen. I am so excited to talk to you today, Evie. I feel mm-hmm. like um, since the moment I saw you on the four, yeah. sitting there just watching such a ball of fire <laughs> and um, that sweet Southern hospitality yeah, <laughs> and not knowing that a couple years later, you and I would communicate even personally. This is beyond the podcast and you know, you sh- decide to share special moments with me and we'll get Yay. into later. So I'm just really, really, really happy that you're here today. You are with child. So I don't know. I am. Michelle, God has blessed me so much to have an easygoing, non-nauseous pregnancy. So what? I'm 37 weeks today. And I went to the doctor yesterday and he was like, Honey, you two centimeters dilated and you 70% of face. And I am like, Lord, just bless this baby, bless me. And I, but I've been feeling good. I've been feeling so good. Listen, <laughs> people always ask, what are Sierra's prayers? Have you seen that where people are like, what does she pray to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm sure there are some women who want to know, what are Evie's prayers for this non-nauseous pregnancy? Oh, my goodness. just a gracious pregnancy. Like, what were you yeah. praying? Oh, what haven't I prayed? Mm. I, I mean, so since I was a little girl, I like to tell people all the time, like, I grew up, I'm the youngest of seven. I grew up in a big family and I had a mother and a father that just loved Jesus. And they, mm-hmm. they didn't force it on us. Of course, like a lot of people like to say, well, you forcing your, your beliefs and all of that on us. But I got the privilege to actually experience my mama, like for real, be mm-hmm. in her faith and live by faith. And so my mama would tell me as a little girl, pray for your husband. As a little girl, pray for your husband. So that's what I did because I would see my mama always praying over us. And then pray for your children, pray for their children. And that's what I did. And so the Lord knows that I want a lot of kids because I came from a big family. (laughs) And I do want a lot of kids. I don't know how many the Lord going to give me, but. I just always prayed that God's will be done. And even if I was sick, even if I did have like a really challenging pregnancy, I know that the Lord is with me. He know everything I go through. He know how I feel. So I'm, I don't know why the Lord chose to mm. bless me with this type of pregnancy. I really don't. But I'm so grateful. Let me tell you, I am so grateful. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Of course, you you have your own walk with Christ, yeah? Absolutely. But your faith, um, your mother helped to nurture, like you said, she didn't force it, really, but she, mm-hmm. she helped nurture and helped cultivate, you know, the faith that you have today. Yes. And that's really a blessing, Evie. Yes. And I think people feel like, I feel like even some of the people who didn't grow up with a lot, 
material wise, yeah. you grew up with enough faith that helped you later on down the line materialize what you have right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. is your mother still here with us? Yes, she is. And that is my girl. Let me tell you that my mama is, she is just so amazing. Just, you know, the fact that she, she had seven kids and uh, my father passed away when I was eight years old. So I experienced death really young, Mm. but to have a mother that knew Christ and never questioned him. God never tell us that we can't ask him questions, but when we when we start questioning if God is God, then that's when the problems start happening. My mama never did that, and so it was kind of natural, natural for me to always pray about mm. everything because my mama did mm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I do think that if we had more of that, and I mean, I don't want to even bring like. The, the black, I don't even, we didn't even got to talk about like the black community, what we could have, but in the world, if we had more people to just teach their children instead of trying, questioning God and saying, well, I want to make my own way. God has already gave us a blueprint. He's already gave us everything that we need. So Listen, yeah, I definitely was blessed. <laughs> let me tell you why we can talk about it. Because I feel like because of what was done to us, even being brought from Africa here during slavery, sometimes that mentality has still flowed through bloodlines of, well, we were treated this way. Maybe we're not meant to have, Mm -hmm. or maybe we're just, we're just supposed to have enough to get Mm -hmm. by. There's, I hear a lot of people say, child, I'm just trying to get by. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, no, you don't just have to have enough to get by. Yeah. You can have enough to save. You can have mm-hmm. not. You can have enough to get by, save, and give. Yes. Oh my goodness. Right. Yes. yes. So I want us to know that I think the sacrifices that were made, and I think the people who have our ancestors that have come before us, I know for a fact. That first of all, they want us to love God and love each other. But yes. I know that their desire for us is to thrive. That's right. And to do great. And not live in the past. Yeah. And even if you do find yourself living in the past, forgive. Mm. You have to forgive them. Right now, we we live in a culture like where they cancel people. All of it. It's so it's so stupid, to be honest. And it's really another strategy of the enemy. But when we know, when we learn to forgive, like you said in your book, I was just reading it. I'm literally on the page right now. It's high. You got stuff highlighted. (laughs) In your book, you talk about how forgiveness is not just for for that person. As a matter of fact, it's not for that person. It's really for you. Mm. And then you line it up with scripture and, and how the Lord tells us, you have to forgive if you want me to forgive you. But if you don't want me to, if, if you don't want to forgive people, then don't expect for God to forgive you. You And that is a really hard truth, but that is what we have to do. And it's not so that we can give somebody a pass, but 
is so that we can move forward. Yeah. And like you were saying, striving and thriving, thriving in your life. That is what you want. You don't want to wait till you get to heaven to experience everything that God mm-hmm. has yeah. for you. You want to experience it right now. Why not experience it right now? But see, the devil know. He know where you're going. He know your weaknesses, your strengths. So why wouldn't he try to put this victim mentality Mm. in you and make you feel like, well, I can never be this because I'm black. I can never do this because I'm black. That is nothing but the enemy. When the Lord said, I got you. Everything you need, I've already given you. Just go do it. (laughs) Listen, y'all, let me tell you something. Evie's first name it starts with E and V and there's another <laughs> word. Evangelist Evie. <laughs> Listen, you are so encouraging and so faith filled. Yes. Has there been a time where even though you're full of faith that you've sc- struggled with forgiveness in any area? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Even right. I could even say right now um, and I don't even talk. I've never even talked about this, but I, I because I don't talk about it much. Yes, ma'am. But I, I recently just got married, and my husband is the best. Oh my goodness! I could literally, I could say like he's. I married the man of my dreams and all of that. Okay. But I really do feel like I married the man that God created for me, and it's so beautiful. And with that, I've struggled with forgiven a piece of his life that I never even was in. I never even was, was in it. So before I met my husband, he, he had a child. Okay. He had a child. And so when we were dating, it was like, okay, this is fine. You know, I can, I can do this. But then you get married and you're like, man, this is my child. This mm. is my child. This is my child. Like, I, it's not just his child because everything that is his is mine now. And I have to love this child just like she is my own. I have to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not really sure if that's forgiveness or what. But the reason why I connected that with forgiveness is because in the beginning of my marriage, I felt like the enemy was trying to make me feel like, um, like I wasn't enough mm. or like I like I wasn't the right person for this situation. Like because I grew up, like I was saying, like I said previously, my mama taught me, pray for your husband, pray for your situation, pray for your children. But I wasn't expecting to walk into a marriage, not just a relationship, a marriage. And my husband already has a five-year-old, six-year-old daughter. Mm. I wasn't expecting it. But when I tell you, God really brought me through that, through prayer. How? First of all, confessing that it hurt me for some reason, because it did hurt me. Because at that moment, I was like, Lord, all my life I've been praying for a man that, well, honestly, I never really did pray for my husband to not have kids, to be honest, now that I think about it. I never prayed for that, you know, but... I was just like, Lord, but I thought you would have knew that I wanted my own, (laughs) that I wanted my own. I am so serious that I wanted my own Mm. man, that he didn't have to, you know, always have have somebody that was from a previous relationship. And then I started looking, the more I prayed about it and asked for peace, the more I confessed how it made me feel. 
God started to like pull down the curtains because now when I look at that little girl and I see how she looks at me, it's like, I'm not trying to take the place of your biological mom. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to do that. I want to be who God wants me to be in your life for you. Yeah. That role model. Yeah. And so that was, that was, that has been the most previous moment where I've kind of felt like things were out of my control. Maybe that's the best, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. So even, and I want to just keep going back to your faith, because I I think people feel like people that are full of faith, that you're not going to have an emotional human experience of doubt, feeling unworthy. Yeah. Um, Like I said, which could be evidence of some unhealed areas. Absolutely. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for sharing. I know you said it's something that you've never shared and it's amazing with my podcast that that is my desire to make this a safe place where people can feel safe. And even the people that are listening, they're like, yeah, girl, you got it. Share it because it's helping someone else. When we're Absolutely. when we're transparent and vulnerable, and then for you to say, I had to confess that it hurt. Yeah. I'm not just so high up in the clouds and Jesus, Jesus all day that I'm not feeling like, no, this hurt. Yeah, it's real. Or I'm even ashamed to say that I was feeling some kind of way. Right. You and then that, that yeah, those are my those are my true feelings. And it reminds me of Paul in the Bible, when he spoke about how everything that he want to do, he can't do naturally because our flesh Mm -hmm. naturally, because we are descendants of Adam and Eve, we are born into sin. Like we naturally want to do what's what our flesh tells us, but it takes the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you to heal you from the inside out. And that's why even now I look at situations like that and I'm like, man, God is amazing. Mm. He is, he is a healer. He is amazing. And people will probably look at me and be like, girl, I've been through so many situations like that, or I did this and I did that, but I've never, I've never been married. I've never had children. So all of that was so new for me. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But even in that God because I reached out to God and confessed, first of all, because I did my part, God was able to work with me and, and teach me and discipline me and, and tell me, Evie, I wouldn't do this because I, I don't love you. I wouldn't do this because you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He don't do things to us uh, to make us feel bad about ourselves. What, how we feel, God wants to mend that. He wants us, like the word says, he's close to the brokenhearted. And yeah, but life has been so amazing. Mm, so amazing. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yo, I'm a hype. The Black Effect is live. This April 27th, the 2024 Black Effect Podcast Festival is headed down to Atlanta's very own Pullman Yards. Last year was incredible, and this year will be even more thrilling, especially with Nissan coming back along for the ride. Nissan is returning with some empowering activations to support black excellence in the STEAM fields. 
Have a podcast idea you've been eager to share with the culture? Well, Nissan is back with the Pitch Your Podcast Lounge. You'll have the chance to record your podcast idea and share it with the Black Effect Podcast Network team. But that's not all. Nissan is taking the stage to spotlight some of the HBCU scholars from their own Thrill of Possibility Summit. Nissan's action-packed weekend of community building, mentorship, and professional development for HBCU scholars pursuing professions in STEAM. The Black Effect Podcast Festival is the event to be at. You will not want to miss this. Because no matter where life takes you, Nissan will dial up the thrill in your adventures. Visit blackeffect.com slash podcast festival for more details. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. So even before you got with the four, I know you have been very honest, even about the struggles you've had with your family when you were young and how it helped shape you and prepare you for your life now. So even though say you maybe struggled with Lord, I prayed for this. It's amazing how you can actually get what you pray for, but still feel unworthy of what you get. Now, part of that is humility. Like, yeah. God, you answered and I'm such an imperfect vessel, a flawed vessel, and you still gave this to me? Yes. Grace. Favor. And God is like, yeah, I didn't give you what you deserve. I gave you what you prayed for. Yes. You know, did you find yourself struggling with in the area of success? Did you ever feel unworthy of the win? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it was it was so much the night that I won the episode that aired on TV. They took out so much when I tell you, because it was only six episodes in the first season. And God blessed me to come on the fifth episode, come on the show on the fifth episode. And he blessed me to win the whole competition. And I said, that ain't nothing but God. And of course, my whole life, I've tried out for American Idol. I've tried you did. Out, yeah, I've tried out for The Voice, X Factor, doing the same songs I did on the four. <laughs> the same songs. And they would always tell me, you too old for your age. You too this, you too that. And I'm like, well, dang, like, how how can I ever 
be myself and succeed at the same time. And then the Lord done brought, he done created the four. Wow. And that night that I won, I literally stood up there in front of P. Diddy, Megan Trainer, DJ Khaled, and I was telling people, y'all need to repent. <laughs> repent of your sins. God is so good. I am not worthy. I literally said that, and they, they, of course they took it out. But that's what I felt in that moment, because like you were saying, we pray for these moments. And we pray for success. We pray that we have a nice house and a yeah. nice car and affairs. We pray for success in our in our families, just in our lifestyle. We pray for success. But when God give it to you, you're like, man, Lord, I'm a sinner, and you still choose to bless me. So how even now in this moment, how can I make it about you? How can I? bring people to not just look at me and say, oh my goodness, she's the one that win. That's the winner. No, because the true winner is Jesus Christ. And that's who I'm really, that's who I really mm. want to talk about. Listen, see, now that I know that there was a part edited, I was surprised that you went and did gospel music. I'm thinking, yeah. oh, she's going to be, the next, of course, she's just going to be the next Evie McKinney, but yeah. you know, with, I'm thinking Tina Turner. <laughs> you know, so now you're answering like you've always been. Always. Lit for Christ, lit for Jesus. I wanted to say like, no, she easily could have gone into pop or R&B or soul. Right. right. And. This is me feeling like you still could represent and and Absolutely. have the light that you have, right? Mm -hmm. And bring it on over here to soul. But mm -hmm. you chose. Was that a choice? It was a choice. Mm. It was it was an intentional one as well because after the four, I was signed to Republic Records. Yes, and I, that was the prize that you get. You mm -hmm. get a. A record deal with Republic Records, and I think uh, I was like iHeartRadio's on the verge artist for that time period. And man, it's so crazy just talking about it because I experienced people writing stuff for me and cur cursing in music, and I was like, "This not this isn't me. Like I this is not me at all." Of course, I still was a a, a team player, and mm -hmm. I. You know, I, I had to, but I, I knew and my family knew, you know, ever she can do anything. Because mm -hmm. yeah, you they, are an amazing, you're a firecracker of a performer. Yes. You <laughs> dance, you, you're, you do staging, you command the stage. Yes. You, yeah. write, you could do anything you want musically for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Broadway. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I I I experienced that being signed to Republic Records and that was the turning point for me that said I cannot just be a uh, a woman of God and be so in love with Christ in my personal life. I need to do this musically because that is my gift. And I was praying about it. And I don't want to say that I was praying that the record deal somehow just vanished, mm. but I, I really was. I really was. And Michelle, let me tell you something. That is exactly what happened. Really? 
Yes, really. The four did not come back on. The four only had two seasons that ran in the same year. Mm -hmm. And at the beginning of 2019, the co-founder of Republic Records called me. I remember I was still living in L.A., and that's how I, God, remember, I remember that. I was like, she yeah. moved to L.A. OK, I moved. Yeah, I moved to L.A. I lived in L.A. for a whole year. And the co-founder called me. He said, Evie. Now, mind you, this record deal ain't got no type of uh, time frame on it. There is no time frame. You just signed. So they could have just shelved me and I could have still been signed to them. And that's you wouldn't have been able to do music. I elsewhere. Exactly. Wow. And so in 2019, when he called me, he said, Evie, we love you. We love you so much. The four is not coming back on. Uh, so pretty much we it's nothing that we can do with you. So you're free to go. You are free to sign with whoever you want to sign with. The music that you did right with us, we could we can work something out where you can still have your rights and everything. And lo and behold, that's what happened. And my first single, and I always, since I wrote that song, Bring the Whole Hood. Yes! My first song. that I wrote that song with Megan Trainor under Republic Records. And I, I was praying, I love the song so much because it was my autobiographical song. And I was like, Lord, I want to put this out. I want this to be my first single. And that's what happened. I prayed about it. I believed that it was going to happen. And the Lord made it happen. And now I'm signed to Motown Gospel and Capital Christian Music Group doing gospel and Christian music. I got two songs on both radio stations. And I'm I'm just a living testament that when you pray and believe in it and don't question what God is doing and how he going to do it, he going to make it happen. <laughs> Say that again. And how he going to do it. Okay, you got to have that southern twang. I feel like maybe, Lord, maybe you hear her prayers more because she got a such a nice southern twang. I have jokes and I'm a I'm a, a wannabe stand-up comedian. I also don't want people to take your kindness or your southernness for weakness yeah. that they right. can just do anything to you and just say anything to you. Right. So I'm not making light of it. It's actually something that I absolutely admire because yes. it doesn't seem like you let anything that happened to you in that time period get you down and shake your face because it could have, especially when you found out that the four was canceled. So what are they going to do with you? But yes. like you said, you kept the faith and yes. you kept believing yes. was there any part of entering as the old folks say the secular of business was there any culture shock for you yes there it was. Was. okay okay uh the conversations about what is gonna work for me because i was a black girl i was shocked i was shocked like i was real shocked wait a minute um, in 2018 and, and 19 you're still yeah. we're still having to have these conversations in music yeah, in music, yeah. As if there's not a blueprint of black women who have transcended musical right. lines. Right. I can't. Yeah, so the fact that I came from Memphis and like I like fatback drums and horns in my yes. music. They didn't they didn't care. <laughs> they wanted me to do urban what what I can't I don't even know what it's called. Like I, but it's urban music and it has like 
this arm, this modern R&B that has like this hip hop vibe to it. I was like, that's not me. That's not me at all. That's not where, that's not even where I come from. In Memphis, we still listen to Isaac Hayes, Otis Red and Tina Turner. I grew up on Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah. It makes me think of uh, Kay Michelle, who was wanting to do country music. And she's from yeah. the Memphis area, right? She is from Memphis, mm. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah. you were saying that there was still conversation back as recently as 2018. Yeah. Of what you should be doing musically because mm -hmm. you're Black. We're going to yeah. stick you in R&B urban. Yeah, absolutely. And then I started... I want to say I started overthinking it, but when I was in those meetings and I would hear what they were saying, like my voice, my voice really didn't matter anyway because I was the artist. I didn't write my own stuff. They wouldn't let me write my own stuff and all of that. But then I started thinking about, I don't know why, but I started thinking like, what are these, if they talking like this, what are these people going to make me wear? Because I'm definitely not about to be on stage half naked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I didn't want I didn't want that. That's just not that's just not who I am, Michelle. And the Lord knew that. And I think that's the reason too why it's so important that we align our wills and, and desires uh, with God's will. You know, it's that's it's so important because God put that desire in my heart to, you know, want to sing a certain type of way and a certain mm. type of music and not cursing and all of that. He already put that desire in me. But I do believe that I had to go through that for me so that I knew that I wanted to sing about God. I was going to say, sometimes we are put in positions. I don't know if it's called testing. Yeah. But like, what is she really going to choose? Yeah, because you could have easily. I mean, I, I I followed you on Instagram all this time, and yeah. you have had access to Diddy. Yeah, you know, you've been able to go to the house, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when he would have these yeah. barbecues or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I do feel like God strategically places certain people yeah. in those environments. I feel like he obviously mm -hmm. he already knew the decision that you were going to make. But yeah. I feel like, too, there are two things. I feel like either you're put in a situation to be tested or you're put in a situation because he already because you're trusted. Yes. Yes. So that, you know, for sure, this is what Ooh, I'm going to do. Wait a minute. That, like wait a minute. Said, that was good. Did y'all hear that? We are. We are. <laughs> I feel like there are certain situations to be tested or because you're already trusted. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just God allows certain things in our lives mm. so that we know, you know, because me and my husband, we were talking about Adam and Eve and why God allowed the the bad choice to be made. But see, God loves us so much. He loves us so much that no matter what we do, what we choose, he's still going to love us. But it's up to you if you want to make the good choice and it's up to you if you want to make the bad choice. He give us free will to do whatever we want. God ain't going to force you to love him. He's not going to force you to do the right thing, but he will let you know that this is the, these are the consequences of doing what's good. These are the consequences of doing what's bad. And 
because I grew up like that, you know, that's always been always in the back of my mind. Like, God, if I choose this, what, where will my life lead? If I did choose this R&B, urban, you know, only doing music for a certain group and culture of people, where will I lead? Will I be satisfied? Or will I end up somewhere uh, always trying to prove myself, trying to prove myself to be somebody I'm not? I'm, I'm not. I feel like, too, that's why there is a lot, it, not all artists, but there is a lot of emptiness yeah, um, because maybe people are doing things that they didn't want to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have people associated with you, family or friends that were like, oh, Evie, you just too godly. You just too. Yeah. Oh, my just have some fun. <laughs> Go and live a little. Yeah. <laughs> and what would be your answer? Oh my, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. you're such an old soul. You act like you 82. Yeah, <laughs> but and it's so crazy that when you try to live like in Ephesians, I literally just wrote a song, E6, talking about the full armor of God. Mm. And it talks about in, in, in E6, Paul tells us about the full armor of God, the, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. This is how you have to arm yourself when, when you in this world living not just when you walk outside the door but when you wake up you have to spiritually be you have to be protected by God and you need to know that you're protected by God and I just man I oh my goodness yes I've had people (laughs) I ain't gonna call no names I'm just I would never call their names but I definitely had people to look at me and say you are so old because me and my husband, we love Jesus. We love Bible study. We love trying to live a righteous life, not just talking about Jesus, but really trying. Mm. I've even had a friend tell me um, when I would try to encourage her, she would say, well, everybody ain't got faith like you. And I'm like that. What does what? It doesn't have to be instant or if it if even if it is instant, it literally is the the a size of a mustard seed. You can barely see it, so it doesn't have to be instant. Mm-mm. And if you have instant faith, it doesn't have to be this big field of faith. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is the size of a mustard seed, and it's it and, and it's that way for a reason because of statements like that, right? Yes. But also to encourage people, folks that are listening, your faith can be developed. Yes. It can be cultivated. Absolutely. But you literally just have to start. You got to start somewhere. You have to. You have to. And whenever you get to a point in your life where you say, well, this is how I'm going to live and this is who I am. And you don't want no direction, no redirection from God. You don't want him to help develop you. That is a real dangerous place to be. Let me tell you something. Either if you believe you can. You're right. Yeah. If you believe you can't. Yeah. You're right. You, you show right. Yeah. I say this all the time. I, this is probably my second or third time saying this on my podcast. But I believe your body and your spirit. Yes. The mind, body and spirit will align with yes. everything you say. 
Yes. It will align with everything you believe. Everything. I feel like even your body and your, I feel like your body will leave. Oh, come on, Jesus. Your body will take on the posture of what you believe. Yes. yes. That's what, absolutely. Because in the, in the word, tell us that we speak. I know it's a, it's a scripture that everybody throw around all the time, but there is power and there is life or death. In your tongue and what you speak over yourself. Listen, I, I think I'm going to have to give a friend of mine a royalty. Is a, He's been on my podcast, David M. Onitier. So about a month or two ago, Ebby, he calls me so excited. Michelle, oh my God. I just, <laughs> I just looked up what the word future means. I said, I, duh, the future means like something to come, like right. something that hasn't happened yet. He said, mm-hmm. no, look up the second meaning of future. I said, boy, let me see what this say. <laughs> listen, it, it is- girl, listen, <laughs> it means the time or period of time following speaking or writing. Oh, my goodness. See? Because you, yeah. If you believe you can, you're right. right. If you believe you can't, you're right. So if you speak it or write it. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. what are we going to speak and what we what are we going to write? And God, I want my body. Yes. To, to follow. To, to follow. Yes. I want everything I touch. I want everything I say. I want how I yes. treat people. I want it to follow. It, your body will follow what you say. Yes. So we and have a hand yeah. in creating our future. Like you said, Absolutely. life and death. Life and life, yeah. That's scripture. Yeah. Write the vision. That's right. That's scripture. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't believe in scripture, it's sowing and reaping apply to everybody. Yeah. And when you start to, and when you keep speaking negativity over your life, don't blame God for the things that come out of your mouth. Listen. And don't say, well, well I, can hear, I can hear you saying that to your child one day. <laughs> <laughs> don't be mad when something happened because of what you said out of your mouth, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. It is so true. And it's I think it's so beautiful because even when you don't have it all together, Mm-hmm. Even when you physically don't have it all together, God still gives you the most important thing, which is the way you communicate. And when you can communicate positive things, faith-filled things in your life, that is really how you see a manifest. I am a living testament that everything that I have, including the bench that I'm sitting on right now, I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And I believe because Mark 11, one of my Mark 11, 24 say, believe that you already received what you praying for and God will give them to you. Believe that you already received it. Y'all, I'm moving. I'm- even Ooh. if I don't even have it. It's so true. And that's why, um, Oh my goodness, I'm gonna just read this from your book. It says, we need to reject the lies of anxiety and depression and replace them with the truth of God's word. That's right. And and God's word give us the power. So even if you feel like you ain't got it all together, even if you feel like you in in a place in your life where you cannot change or you can't turn away, or even if you have made a change that you feel like you can't turn back or whatever it is, 
when you get get in God's word, because it's a two-edged sword, it's cutting you, it's cutting whoever, whoever else that's around this Bible, <laughs> whoever else that's around this Bible and reading it, you definitely gonna get cut. But God is so, whatever you ask for, See, and that's the reason why the devil don't want you to believe because there's so much power in belief. When you believe, Lord, I believe I'm going to get this job. I believe that you're going to heal this, this, this situation in my life. I believe it. I don't feel it right now, Lord, but you tell me to believe it. And when I believe it, when I see it happen, it might not happen immediately, but when I see it happen, I know exactly who did it for me. So I can never question God. So in the future, when I do come across something else, when I come across something else that's going to make me kind of tremble a little bit, I'm going to go back to what happened and how God brought me through the last thing. <laughs> Y'all, I'm getting a little concerned because I'm like, Evie, you at two centimeters now, sis. <laughs> After this record, she gonna Lord, is she gonna be at five? <laughs> Listen, you are just so awesome, so inspiring, um, so encouraging. I I feel like people people will walk away when they leave your presence knowing that they're loved. Yes, and they're gonna they're. I feel like people like I I want that fire that she has on the inside of her. You yeah. know, and are you still in touch with people from the four? Um, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I talk to some of them every now and then, like Candace. Yeah. Candace, but I, yeah. Yeah. I still talk to Candace okay. sometimes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. You have been so powerful and, and, and so incredible that um, people listening to this. I know that you are going to take something away. You should feel like, okay, let, let me go write down all the things that I want to happen and believe that mm. you can because, you know, Evie, me or you, we didn't come from rich families. Mm -mm. Uh, you know, I, I come from Rockford, Illinois, which is overlooked because it's right. It's people look at Chicago first before they look at Rockford, yeah. you know, and I'm excited. I know your father had an influence on you musically, right? Yes. Yes. And my father had an influence on me musically. What in, um, musically, how did your father influence you? Musically, so my dad came from a big family and all of them sang and his mother played piano, his daddy played uh, trumpet. And so he he had already, he had this fire for soul and gospel music. Well, I mean, he, he was in love with Christ as well. Yeah. And so around the house, he just would play these records all the time. And so I was like, man, that's why I'm so immune to I guess feel good music and that that southern like that southern mm -hmm. sound. I'm so I'm I, I love it so much because that's just what my father played, you know. And then his lifestyle, um, his his love. I keep saying his love for Christ because my dad is oh my goodness. At a very young age, when I would sit on his lap, he would. This is so crazy. He would sit me on his lap. And he would ask me who I love. And until I said Jesus first and then my parents and then everybody else. <laughs> but it stuck with me my whole life because it th those little moments is what made me realize that I have to keep God first in everything yeah. that I do. Yeah. That, yeah, that's how he inspired me. One, uh, listen, 
I think that is amazing. And I know he's proud of you. You know, and so Evie, again, I'm so happy for you. I'm so, I'm so, um, excited for you. You know, y'all, she's about to have a baby. Like you, you can go up to 40 weeks, right? Are you supposed to go? Are you supposed to go 40 weeks? Yeah, about 40, but I'm full, I'm full term now, 37 weeks, you full term. So she could come at any moment. Wow. Well, y'all, I don't know, by the time this come out, (laughs) we'll see, but, um, I'm excited just to, um, see your life, um, and the trajectory where it is and where it's going. simply based off of your belief and your faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. I'm so excited for you. And thank you for keeping me abreast of everything going on Mm -hmm. in your life. And please Mm -hmm. give your family love for me. And it's always, listen, you are welcome here at any time. Um, Mm -hmm. And just y'all, just because she's having a baby, I know that does not mean you're not going to hear from her musically. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, so I'm excited. Do you have any anything date-wise planned? Or are you just going to be like, hey, I just want to be a mother for the rest of the year and then we'll get back to music? Well, I have been working. I've written up to almost 15 songs since I've been pregnant. And so I'm not really sure what's in God's will for the rest of the year. But I'm definitely ready and willing to just do his will whatever he want me to do i want i want to be there I, I will be there with bells on <laughs> with bells on and a bassinet <laughs> listen we are so thrilled once again and uh it's uh you have blessed this podcast um, one of the most fiery episodes um, to date. And I, um, I appreciate you. I love you so much. And you, you already know that I'm here for you. I have your back. Y'all, Evie mm-hmm. is, I feel like there are a few people in the industry that uh, I feel like God has given me a heart for. And I'm at the age of maybe I'll be considered auntie. I don't know. (laughs) But it's like, I just want to protect. Um, And I feel that way. There were people in the industry before me who just felt like, Mm -hmm. I want these these girls. I got to protect these girls. I want to watch out for these girls. Mm -hmm. Or just, and I don't pressure anybody. I don't pry or be in anyone's business. But I'm here. I yes. am so uh-huh. here and I'm excited when, when everything is good to go, you know, I've always wanted to get to where you are and eat some good food yes. and just hang Let out. me know when you come to Nashville. Okay. Okay. Y'all listen. <laughs> I will. There's, I've, I've made so many new friends since promoting my book. So I definitely have got to get to, and they live in Nashville. So yes. um, I've got to, I've got to get down there. But I'm excited for you, Evie. And um, tell us where we can find you on social media. Y'all can find me everywhere at Evie, E-V-V-I-E underscore music. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and listen to my music. Type in my name and it's all going to come up. Absolutely. (laughs) And what I will say, y'all, she shares things on her YouTube channel that she does not share on Instagram. She might give you a little preview, but you got to click that YouTube link. Um, She is so (laughs) transparent about her journey in marriage and um, Mm. into motherhood and musically and all things about God. So um, if you Mm. want a daily dose of Evie, that's where you can find her. And we're so glad that we got to have a daily dose of you on checking in. Evie, I love you. I love you too, Michelle. Thank you.
y'all listen. I am so fired up. It's making me kind of question like I need to get my weight up as it relates to my faith and my belief. Shucks, I feel like I need to up my game in my prayer life. If she has not encouraged you to believe, if she has not encouraged you to have some faith, because everything that she has right now, she has it because of prayer. She shares about how her mother helped cultivate and nurture her faith. Now, my heart goes out because everybody didn't have that growing up where you have a parent um, helping to cultivate your belief and, and your faith. But maybe you had an auntie, maybe you had a grandmother, maybe you had a teacher, maybe you had some type of mentor. And if you don't, let me tell you, this episode is going to get you on your way. So I'm also intrigued by the fact that she held on to her belief and we're seeing the fruits and the results of her staying firm to what she believed. She didn't want to. There are certain things she didn't want to do musically. There are certain things she didn't want to do wardrobe wise. And so I'm just truly inspired. I think some of you guys can be inspired to stand firm to what you believe in and you will see the fruit of it. Uh, once again, you guys, I'm so fired up and I really, really hope that your faith has been increased. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and I'm late. I'm late for the important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially 
especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.